Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following program is sponsored and funded by Faith to Victory Ministries. You know, it's hard to have a conversation with someone who you know is not listening to a word that you're saying. Because you feel like it's going in one ear and coming out the other. They're not really listening to you. You know, we never have to worry about that with our Father because He always is there and ready to listen when we're ready to speak. And one thing we should remember going into that conversation is that it's always going to be a two-way conversation. Welcome to Faith to Victory Sunday Worship with minister and founder of Faith to Victory Ministries, Michael Collins. Now, here's Michael with today's message. Conversations with God. When you pray, do you find yourself struggling to find the right words to say to God? because you're worried about whether or not he really understands what you're talking about, whether he really understands what you're asking him for, what your real need is. Well, you know, our Father certainly does understand it when we can't quite put into words what's weighing on our mind and what's really weighing on our heart, what has us burdened down. You know, God knows our heart, and he definitely knows our mind. And he already knows every need that we have, and what we need, why we need it, and exactly when we need it. And with that being said, our prayers should be meaningful, heartfelt conversations with God, not some strictly structured, precise worded statement or proclamation. In fact, Jesus taught his disciples that that, that was not the manner in which we were supposed to pray. If you look in your Bibles at Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 8, Jesus told his disciples this, and he says, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret. And thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. But not ye therefore liken to them, for your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. You know, the Lord doesn't require us to present ourselves before him with eloquent and articulated speech. He doesn't mind it if we do it, if we do it out of sincerity. 
but it's definitely not something that he requires. God just wants us to come to him with a humble heart and to come to him with a reverence for him and a respect for him as we tell him whatever it is we need to say. God just wants us to have a respectful, in-depth conversation with him. And when we do, he wants us to trust and believe that he's going to hear every word we say. And when we do, God wants us to trust and believe that he hears every word that we say. You know, it's hard to have a conversation with someone who you know is not listening to a word that you're saying. Because you feel like it's going in one ear and coming out the other. They're not really listening to you. You know, we never have to worry about that with our Father because He always is there and ready to listen when we're ready to speak. And one thing we should remember going into that conversation is that it's always going to be a two-way conversation because God's going to speak to us. God speaks to us through His Word. Sometimes God speaks to us through our circumstances, through other people, and He speaks to us in our spirit. We just have to have the faith and the patience to listen. The faith that we need to pray confidently and expectantly, as well as for listening, comes by way of the knowledge and the revelations that we gain from His Word. And His Word confirms that truth. In Romans chapter 10, verse 17, where it says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. As we go through different stages and seasons in our life we're going to be experiencing every burden that life is made up of things like sadness and pain and suffering worry and stress personal tragedy and many other adversities that prove to test our faith and test our trust in God in the Bible we find so many examples of how the great writers of the word spoke to God in their times of trouble and trial and as well as what they taught others how to pray. As well as what they taught others about prayer. As we look at some of the inspired teachings of of Paul, Peter, David, and Isaiah, we can gain a better understanding about how to communicate our prayers of thanks and requests to God uh, for guidance and direction and, 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 and to do it just as they did it, trusting Him for every answer and expecting his revelation for guidance and direction in our life. You know, they all endure trials. They all endure tribulations and troubles just like we do. And I believe I'm safe in saying here that they faced adversity in their life greater than most of us will ever face. But in their times of need, they each learned how to reach out, how to talk to God, how to find their comfort and consolation in him and share with others how to do the same thing. These were men who were inspired by the Holy Spirit and the words that they used to connect with God are recorded in the Bible for us to read and us to understand and and to learn how to apply in our daily lives. We're able to see the exact words that they said audibly to God as well as to those that they were ministering to during that time. They left the history of their relationship with the Lord so that we, like them, could have intimate and personal conversations with God. And I really believe that when the Holy Spirit gave these scriptures, 
that they were purposed for you and for me in our times of need so that we could, with the power of the spoken word, be able to bring health and happiness and comfort into our lives and the lives of other people. Because these are God's words. He said them. We can believe them. And that is a truth that cannot be denied. God's word is very powerful. When God says something, God means it. He means what he says and says what he means. If you look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God's very powerful word cuts through everything, whether it's doubt or whether it's defense, and it lays us open to listen and to obey. There is nothing or no one that is unaffected by God's word. Nothing in creation, nothing in creation or in all of the entire universe can escape the words of God. And if we'll apply his word to our situation, whatever that situation might be, we will find the resolution. Now, in regard to facing trials and tribulations, Paul gave a very valuable insight as to how we can approach God about it. Why don't you look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. This says, uh, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now that tells us to simply trust the Lord in every area of our life and not to be anxious or upset or stressed out about anything. We've got to give it to God in prayer. Give it to Him earnestly. And we need to diligently seek Him about whatever that issue is and thank Him the whole time for taking care of us and, and taking care of this problem. That's expectant prayer. Then rest in the comfort of His peace that's always with us through Christ. You know, Talk to God the way you know how. It should be honestly and sincerely. And, and God is going to answer as only he can. Now, in times of trouble, Peter provided a great encouragement. If you look in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 and 13, this is what it says. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. But to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ... Keep on rejoicing, so that also at the revelation of his glory, you may rejoice with exultation. Peter encourages, uh, Peter encourages us here to know that whatever painful trial we might be going through or suffering through right now, uh, it's nothing new. We've just got to let God know that we trust him but because we realize others have suffered through the same thing that we're going through, and we know how God rescued them, and we know how he's going to rescue us, that he can do it and that he will do it. Furthermore, we trust him for the victory that's to come. You know, God likes to know how we feel, but he loves it when we tell him how we feel. When he hears those words coming out of our mouth that are spoken from our heart, it delights him to know that he has our total and complete trust and our total and complete dependence and reliance to do what he says he can and will do. The prophet Isaiah gave us words of comfort and encouragement to remember when we go through times of despair 
or times of, of tragedy or trouble. Look at Isaiah chapter 40, verses 29 through 31. It says, He gives power to the faint, and to them that have no might, He increases strength. Even the youth can, shall faint and be weary. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. These words let us know that God is not a God that comes and goes, but He is a God that is always near, always listening, always available, and always ready to, and willing to, to strengthen us in our times of weakness, always there to pick us up when we fall and enable us to continue running the race of life with the intention of overcoming. These verses are a great example of what to ask God for, not just during times of trouble or weakness, but just as a daily reminder, no matter what you're going through. We also learn from uh, these scriptures how to ask God for what we need, and that is to stand on the promises of his word. Another passage in, in Isaiah 41.13 says that God is always there to take our hand and protect us through, through times of, of fear and extreme burden. It says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. When we're afraid, God wants to be the first one we turn to. When we have a problem, God wants to be the first one we bring it to. He's always waiting to give us courage and boldness that He knows we just can't muster up on our own. He wants to know that we can always find comfort and take shelter under his protection without fail. You know, David talked about the worry and stress of life and how each of us can be assured that the Lord will never fail us or never abandon us when we need him the most. Psalm 121, verses 7 and 8 says this, The Lord will keep you from all harm he will watch over your life, and the Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forever. This tells us that we can be consistently comforted from knowing God uh, is, is going to guard us through every evil. We should let God know how thankful we are that he cares enough and how we know that he's concerned enough about our welfare to, to be the guide for our lives every step of the way. Ask God. To guard you when you leave your home and when you return and acknowledge the fact that, that he's going to continue to watch over you and guard you tomorrow and always. Commit yourself and all your cares and your worries into his hands. Commit everything, your life, your family, your friends, your marriage, your job, and your health to him. When things just get to be too much for you to bear and sometimes you feel that the weight of worry in your life is just about to crush you. These kind of scriptures that we've been talking about here today are meant for you. I could go on and on using examples of faith and inspired words that were written so many years ago that were meant to have an ongoing impact in the prayer life of every believer. But hopefully, these few that I presented here tonight will... Uh, help you understand and help you to know that, that talking to God and talking with God is not about how you pray. 
It's about the fact that you do pray and that you do so with a willing spirit and with a trusting faith, telling God exactly what you want to say, the best way you know how to say it from a sincere and honest heart. Thank you for listening to today's program. Join Michael again next week for another inspiring message from God's Word. Until then, be blessed, be encouraged, keep moving forward, and remember, where there's faith, there will be victory. Have a blessed day. For more daily inspiration and encouragement from Faith to Victory Ministries, find us on Facebook, Google+, and YouTube.